Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. And along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us today here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, good to have you with us. Hello again, Gina. And we're also delighted to have Andrew Lane in the studio with us. Andrew is a seminarian at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania, where he's in his second year of theological studies. And as we continue our Lenten journey, he's here to share with us his insights into the gospel for the fourth Sunday of Lent. Andrew, welcome. Good to be with you. Great to have you with us. And before we dive into the scriptures, you are considering meeting the pastoral needs of our armed forces. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, I will be serving as a Navy chaplain for a period of time in my priesthood before I come back to return to parish ministry here in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. What do you think called you to that? Or was that the spirit leading you? I do believe it was the spirit. I've always been attracted to the military. Even before I was discerning a vocation to the priesthood, I wanted to join the military. And so this is kind of an interesting way in which God reveals that that part of you wasn't necessarily going to be gone forever and that he wants to call you to give that to him as well and to serve him in that area. I'm excited. Fantastic. We are grateful. We are grateful indeed. And all right, let's see how the spirit leads us through the word this week. Matt, what is the gospel? passage for this Sunday. The gospel is taken from the gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 141. And in this gospel, Jesus heals a man born blind. He does so on a Sabbath, which causes a dispute among the Pharisees. Some believe and some do not, but they question the man and they throw him out of the temple. Later, the man meets Jesus again. And after some discussion, Jesus reveals himself as the son of man and the man's healer. At that, the man now with sight bows down to worship Jesus. Andrew, how does this scripture speak to us today? Well, I think that it's truly a blind healing. So it's not only that Jesus is healing a blind man, but he heals this man by sending him away to wash, and then he's healed. And so there's something very profound about that, that as I was taking this passage to prayer, that really struck me that he sends those whom he has healed, and that for each of us, he really does desire to heal us, for all of us who are called to be disciples of our Lord Jesus. You know, one time a priest who's had a very big impact in my life and has inspired me as to what the priesthood means, he told me, you really need to work on your healing. Let our Lord heal you, heal your heart. And he said that there's been so much harm done in the church and in the world because disciples and particularly priests have not opened up their hearts to be healed by our Lord. And really the healing is his work. You can't heal yourself. You know, if I get a cut or if I have cancer or whatever it might be, I can't just say, I'm gonna think through this really hard and, and you know what, I'm gonna turn out healed. You have to have another, someone who's competent, capable of healing healing you. And in the spiritual life, with our wounds and our brokenness, there's only one who can heal us. It's God himself. And in this passage, and really the entire ministry of Jesus in the Gospels and of the apostles in the early church up to the present day, confirms that Jesus does desire to heal us. And that is such an important point because we live in such a wounded world, a world that's really scarred by polarization, politicization. It really does feel like we need to take a moment and be vulnerable to the Lord. And as you said, let him heal us deeply before trying to minister to others and tell them what's right and what's wrong. 
Yeah. I mean, I just can't, I can't confirm that enough because really ultimately when you allow yourself to be healed by our Lord, then you're letting him be the protagonist in your entire life. Whether you're called to be a priest or just a disciple in the varied and many areas of life that our Lord wants to reach, he wants a wounded heart that has been healed by his love to reach out to people wherever it is that you're called. And yeah, this is coming from my own heart and from my experience. I know it's true. And I really just wish as many people as hear this really come to believe that God does desire to heal them. And that he can. And is that, that he can. The, yeah. the, the blind man, as you say, the mud was on his eyes and he didn't see the one who healed him. Absolutely. Yeah. And the blindness too, it's like, that's oftentimes what he's healing us from. You know, we blind ourselves through the actions where we turn away from his goodness and his order and his design. And part of that has an effect in blinding us to what is truly good for us. And yet there's nothing that is beyond his healing. What are some specific areas of blindness that we face today? Well, I would say that a very particular blindness is to the dignity of the human person, and particularly a plague on our society is sexual immorality. And the viewing of human persons as objects is really something that's so foreign to the nature that God has given us. And it really is a reflection of a certain blindness that's deep within the human heart that's contagious. It's been spread really throughout a large part of our society. And it's so sad because it blinds us to seeing what the reality of the human person is. This is a beloved image, a reflection of God himself, one whom God thought up in the beginning and one whom God loves, son, daughter of God. Beautiful insights. Thank you so much, Andrew, for sharing them with us and you're in our prayers as you journey through Lent and towards priesthood. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you both. God bless. So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. Transforming lives. That's what the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Philadelphia is all about. Called to service by our Catholic values, we work directly with our neighbors in need to help with the most basic necessities. Our lives are transformed, as are hopefully those we serve. Visit svdp-phila.info to see how you can join with us to help. That's svdp-phila.info. This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.